Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my inquisitive girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much has been a good week here? It is July 23rd, 1997. Yes, it is. We're like halfway, more than halfway through 1997. Wow. What a thought. That means, like, Christmas is coming soon, right? That Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Although we haven't even quite hit Christmas in July, so. No. Yeah. It's not really <laughs> that close. The Christmas in July sales are, are happening right now, but. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, soon it'll be, before we know it, it'll be 1998. Wow. A more easy year to say, in my opinion. Then what, 1994, which is what it was when we started making these tapes? No, 1994 seemed right. Okay. 1995, you know, like I said before, 96, 97. You're so weird. 98. And then 1999 is just, you know, Prince. The foresight of Prince to write that song in like 1986 or whatever so that it would be popular in 1999. Tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999. We'll see. Um, Maybe, you know, people just won't really care about Prince anymore in 1999, so. Okay. Prince is like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like one of the the most famous musicians of all time, but okay. Or I I guess I should say Symbol, whatever the fuck his name is now. He's a symbol, right? Like he's he's all yeah. the, he's the all that shit. Whatever. So we're talking about nine hundred two one zero today. We are talking about Prince and nine hundred two one zero, and he guest starred. He did not, and it's one of those very special episodes of nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, yeah, another it's one special. It's quite I, special. I mean, it's like they're all kind of... At the end of the episode, Valerie comes out and she's like, we've had a lot of fun tonight, but prostitution's no laughing matter. <laughs> well, no, because like Donna's talking about getting abused and her mom's talking about her stuff and... Yeah. I don't want to spoil Literally her stuff. Yeah. No, I don't know. It just seems like it's been heavy lately. No, yeah. 2 and 0. It used to be lighter brighter fluffier yeah when those california uh, feeling when those women were getting raped <laughs> calling the teen line oh my god it was, it was so light <laughs> or like when uh when brandon's uh friend died in a fiery car explosion so light i just feel like there used to like be when more Dylan's dad blew up <laughs> right Okay, I get your point. There used to be more episodes in between those that were lighter, though. That's true. There were episodes where angels appeared and fucking <laughs> saved uh, the boss and, and scarred Steve for the rest of his life. I think Steve has had a psychotic break you ever th- since that I episode. Know. <laughs> what we're seeing is not Steve. We're seeing the disease. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so I think we started with Donna. I think. Oh, Donna. Yeah, maybe people won't remember Richie Valens in 1999. Maybe. <laughs> la, 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 bamba. 
I'm afraid Lou to Diamond talk because I thought you were going to do that again. Anyway. Do what again? La, 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 la. There you go. Gotcha. Congratulations. Anyway. Um, Donna That's is. our new contest. Holy shit. Find the one. Come on. I, I, I want to do humorous asides. You can't stop me with anger every time. Sometimes you have to participate. But I'm trying to talk, and you keep like... That's part of the fun. Doing the thing. I'm a white man with opinions. Oh, okay. I should be able to speak over any... Of course, of course. This is America, isn't it? Anyway, go ahead. Donna got chosen as, what, girl number... Princess number seven? What? What is your problem? Princess number seven in the production of uh, Slumber Horse Parts 6 or whatever. Oh, my goodness. I'm uh, princess number seven. <laughs> I don't really... Yeah, no, no, you're, you're the virgin one. All right, Donna. You don't give it up. My who, mom will be proud. Who are you doing? I don't know, just some, uh, like... Some generic porn director. Wow. She made... Another way to say what you're trying to say is that she made the Rose Bowl court. Yeah, but see, I don't really understand the Rose Bowl court. Is this the end? Like, did she yes. just make it now? Is Like, she won? This is the end. Now they round up the rest of the uh, contestants and shoot them. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> But I mean, is it just like there's seven girls and there's not one head princess? Well, I don't know. So there's seven princesses on the court. Now, do they crown a queen? I don't know because I've never been to the tournament of roses parade. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. It's weird. I have not journey. I've been to Pasadena, California, but I have not been to the tournament of roses parade. And what's really strange is her mother and father were in the audience. Yes. And when she finally makes it, because she's the last one called. Her dad, of course she is. Right. Her dad's like, oh, I guess you'll have to tell her now to the mom. Like if she hadn't made it, something would have changed. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand at what all. What she has to reveal to her daughter is not dependent upon whether or not she wins this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this her prize? <laughs> we made a bet. If she ever... <laughs> right when they got married, he said, he said, if we ever have a daughter, if she ever becomes a princess like you wanted to be, then you have to tell her the truth. <laughs> so, okay. So, should we just tell her? Or should we just tell her? <laughs> We've got Donna on the phone right now. Donna, we've got some big news. Your mom was pregnant. Yeah, she was pregnant in the picture, and then she found out she was pregnant and dropped out of the Rose Bowl. She had to get married right away. Yeah. She had to get married as soon as she could so that people would think she just got knocked up on her wedding night. And because they have rules against married women... Competing, she had to drop out. So, how would Donna ever have figured that out, whether she got into the court or not? I don't know. 
Like, it's a picture of her mom with a bunch of other ladies. She could have just said, oh, yeah, I, I tried and I didn't win. Yep. Could have been the end of that. Correct. Not that it's anything to be ashamed of. I mean, it's fine for her to tell her daughter, but why was it such a big fucking deal? I don't know. I don't know why the, like, I feel like the writers had something else in mind, and then they just pulled back. I don't I don't know. It was really weird, the buildup of this. Yeah. And then the payoff was like nothing. It was like, did her mom expect that when she made it to the court, the person that runs the whole thing would be like, now here's the vault of all the <laughs> dark secrets of anyone that's ever competed for us. Right. We're the Illuminati. Yeah, it's very weird. So, and then like Donna's like, well, that was 26 years ago. So what happened? Because you don't have another baby. <laughs> What a terrible question right? to ask. But I don't have an older sister. <laughs> so her mom also had a miscarriage. So how crazy, like, she got knocked up, had to get married, and then loses the baby. Like, what a bummer. Yep. <laughs> that's probably what she said. That's like... <laughs> that's like what a child on a ni- on a sitcom would say. What what a bummer. Well, no, I just mean, like, she gave up her dreams. She comes in, I gave up my dreams, married a man I don't love. Because I was pregnant, I lost the baby. What a bummer, dude. <laughs> Whatever. And then they play that. So... Yeah, and then she's all, like, crying and, like, do you think I'm a hypocrite because she's been telling Donna not to have sex? Yes. But I don't think she's a hypocrite because she was trying to protect her from going through what she went through. That's not hypocritical. Yeah, To advise somebody to avoid a mistake that you made. But not revealing, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was definitely not honest. Certainly duplicitous. Yeah. So... When uh, Donna's at one of these Rose Bowl functions, Ray pops out. <laughs> Literally. Out of the fucking bushes. He's got a, uh, he's got a Sean Connery mask. Or not Sean Connery. He's got a uh, William Shatner mask on that he's spray painted white. That's the Halloween mask. Uh, from the mask from Halloween. Right. They right. bought a, uh, a Sean Connery mask. Why do I keep saying Sean Connery? I don't know. Who do you mean? I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. This is Spock. Looks like there's a rubulin. What the fuck is happening? On a view screen. I feel like I'm high. That's Sean Connery. So hopefully everyone that's listening is. That's Sean Connery <laughs> as William Shatner. As James T. Kirk. Okay. Because that's who I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, we're good. Gotta stop these Klingons. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, instead of bones, we've got to, you know, whatever. Anyway, so they got a a Captain Kirk mask, and they spray painted it white, and they put it on the dude that was p- portraying Michael Myers in the Halloween movie. That's that mask. You look confused. <laughs> That's weird, and I don't... I mean, like, is that a fact? Because yes! <laughs> that is a well-known fact. I really just want to argue. 
Well, go ahead. Fuck <laughs> you. Because it doesn't sound right. That is correct. <laughs> anyway. It was a low-budget 1978 production. But Ray does not have a mask. <laughs> no, the joke was that he's... Does it like he's like Michael Myers? Okay, pops out. <laughs> it's so much more fun when you explain the joke. <laughs> well, it's hard when you don't understand the joke, dear. Uh, <sighs> anyway, <laughs> um, but we do. We did get Sean Connery, Captain Kirk, though, out of it. So yes. What if he was on the next generation? Though, make a show. <laughs> that works. <laughs> yeah, that he would have fit into. Yeah. Uh, Georgie, I need more engine power. I mean, you already have Jean-Luc. Why not? Jean-Luc, the uh, the Frenchman with an English accent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he pops out. We had found out earlier. Why is he? Why? Why is he a pariah in this episode? We found out earlier that he's actually pressing charges against her boyfriend for assaulting him on Halloween. That's right. On Halloween. See, it all comes back to Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Do, 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 do. I don't know. How, how does that song go? A Halloween I don't, song. I don't know. <laughs> We've got John Carpenter on the phone. God. Can you play some the song, John Carpenter? It's not. That's way too happy. It's not happy. <laughs> It's supposed to be ominous. <laughs> no, it's like, do, 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 here comes Michael Myers. <laughs> He's like a festive birthday clown. <sighs> if only you could see the hand motions that were going along with that. Oh, theater of the mind, Carol. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. He's pressing charges against the quarterback who can't play in the in the, the big uh, homecoming game that's that's coming on. Yeah. And it's very upsetting, like, he's, at least one game he's sitting out, he might go to jail, like, there's a fine involved, like, this is a big deal. Right. And yeah, it is. So, Ray says to Donna, uh, hey, you know, if I don't press charges, there's no case, so, like, of I, course. Could, I could drop the charges. And she's like, and what would I have to do? Right. Just a little oral. no. No, I would almost have anticipated that response, but he actually wants her to get back together with him. He thinks he's going to be able to, He's got like, this giant smile on his face, too, the yeah. whole time. Like, he thinks that's going to work. Like, you're going to be able to be like, hey, uh, I'm going to blackmail you into being my girlfriend, and then we'll have a happy relationship <laughs> and live happily ever after. Well, see, now, I think with a lot of people that abuse other people, it's all about control, right? Right. So I think that's what he's thinking. I want to control her. So I'm doing this stuff to force her where I want her to be. But, like... It makes a sick kind of logical sense in his diseased brain. I guess, but it's like, I just, I don't understand how he could ever be happy knowing she doesn't actually want to be with him. Because we don't think like that. Yeah. But, I mean, thank God she's, you know, got enough... uh, Autonomy and uh, chutzpah, right? To tell him where to go, she's like, "We'll see you in court." Yeah. Well, yeah. the truth will come out. He's like, "Yeah, will." That's, yeah, like, that's not a threat, right? Yeah, you're the one who looks like an asshole here, not her, right? So then, when she eventually, at the end of the episode, 
when she's having this wonderful heart to heart with her parents. Well, she talks to the lawyer first. She we should we should give a little we should give a little context. Go ahead. Because he first of all, uh she goes to see her boyfriend, quarterback. I don't I don't remember his name. Yeah, I can't. QB one. <laughs> For California University. Princess Seven and QB1. There you go. And he he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this sucks. I got suspended for a game and getting sued or whatever. She's like, is there anything I can do? And he's like, well, you could talk to my lawyer. And she's like, yeah, I will definitely do that. And then the other team members come by and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Coach doesn't want you talking to her. Yeah. He's like, do me a favor. The other team members are like, do, do us a favor and leave him the fuck alone. Yeah, they they are very upset with her. And so she goes to talk to the lawyer, and the lawyer is like, "Well, this is this is all excellent stuff." So he was defending you, but look, it's going to have to come out in court. It's going to be a matter of public record that he was abusing you. And she's like, "Yeah, okay, I'm ready for that." Like as he, soon as I tell my parents, he says it though, like like that's something she should be ashamed of, or something that's going to come back and bite her, like. She's not the villain. She's the victim. Right. Yeah. I can understand maybe feeling a little embarrassed for people to know your business like that, but... It's weird, because he is like... It's like... He thinks, like, the world news is going to pick up on this. Like... Right. Let's just in. <laughs> Donna Martin of Beverly Hills, California, being uh, being abused. Yeah, I mean... Looks this... down in shame on this woman. <laughs> it's the 1940s. Can't you tell by my transatlantic accents? Very good, dear. Very good. But yeah, it's like bizarre. Nobody's going to know except for the people actually in Oh my God, Captain. Oh my God, Captain. It's a Klingon in our home. We'll, we'll have to deal with it. One of the helmsmen is from the 40s. It's quite a, uh, a ship you've got going in your theater of the mind. So back to planet Earth. Uh Um, she decides then that she wants to tell her parents before they hear about it some other way because of the court case, right? And that's also when her mother tells her, I think, about the pregnancy. No, no. No. She tells her about the pregnancy before. Then they're watching the game, which California is losing, and she's like, "I want to tell you." Why Joe's not in the game. Right. But they win. Yeah. So. Yeah, that happens off screen. And they're like, oh, I can't believe you guys came back and won. <laughs> it was tension throughout the entire episode. It wasn't. <laughs> well, not the game. I mean, there was like the lead up to it. Like they mentioned how last season slash last year uh, they stole the rival team's mascot. The bear. And now. I guess it's supposed to be like the Berkeley Bears because Berkeley's the Bears. But okay. this is. S-C-U, not U-S-C. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. So, yeah, they're trying, the other team's now trying to steal their mascot, which is a wooden statue of a condor. A California condor. That's ridiculous. Like, it doesn't look fun. <laughs> it would not inspire people. <laughs> it's just a piece of wood. And, like... Their brilliant plan was to. Their what? 
their brilliant brilliant. plan. Oh my God, sneeze. I'm almost going to sneeze every time, but then it leaves me. They they hide it. Their brilliant plan, yes. Yeah, they hide it in what the fuck is his name? The art teacher dude now. The whore. David? No, Kelly's boyfriend. Simon? No. Uh, Ted. Stop guessing. I don't know his name. Dave? <laughs> they hide it in his refrigerator. I David. It's not Dean? David. No. Uh, Connor. Yes. Thank you. Is it? Yes. I think so. I don't know. Something like that. But so they hide the real one in his fridge and then he like uses his art studio and students, I guess, to like recreate the condor and put a fake one in Brandon Walsh's living room. A just as fun version. Yeah, it's the exact same boring shit. But they (laughs) I don't understand this, though, Mark. They, They break into Brandon's house to get it. Yeah. Like that's illegal. Yeah, that's what they that's what college kids do, though. But it's different. It's not a dorm. It's a house. So? So you don't break the You think it's any less legal? Yes. I think when it's like a school thing and it's on school property, it's okay. But you bring the school shit off school property, you got real world stuff to deal with. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't know. They're all raping each other and doing drugs and shit. What in the hell? You remember your newsletter. (laughs) Yeah. A rape every day. <laughs> At least one. So horrifying. Yeah. But um so they win and it's this big exciting thing. Like nobody really gives a shit and it takes up I don't know, at least ten, fifteen minutes of the episode. It's Steve's entire subplot. Yeah. He's in charge of the condor. And like Kelly helped last year and She's like, I don't want any part of it. I did it last year, but then she still helps this year, too. And Who cares? Exactly. And Brandon, but, huh? But yeah, Donna uh, tells her parents that she was abused. Yeah. And her parents are like, we're behind you. We're rich and white. <laughs> He's not going to jail. Yeah, and pre- it sounds like they're going to pony up for a better lawyer or something. Who knows? But they're definitely supporting her. That so lawyer was good. balding, so that <laughs> usually means bad lawyer on TV. Right, right, right. Um, what do I mean? Like, I don't know if the quarterback is rich. I don't know what caliber of lawyer he's hired. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm sure they'll win. Of course. Because they're do you right. Think we'll even, do you think we'll even see the court case? Yes. Okay. I think we will. Good. I hope we do. Me too. I want to laugh at Ray's stupid face. <laughs> I hope they get rid of him. Yeah. I'm so sick of this character. Me too. I hope he kills himself. I just want him to go away. He doesn't need to die. He just needs to leave. All right. So the other weird plots going on, um, Valerie. Well, I thought you were going to talk about. I figured we'd say Valerie for last. I thought you were going to talk about, uh, what's his name? Brendan Frazier. Brandon is uh, locking up uh, Dylan's house, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. They're lamenting. He's like, I don't think uh, Dylan's ever coming back. I've been checking his messages and and all this stuff, and I don't think he's ever coming back. Uh, He wasn't even in the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Brandon says. He wasn't. They took him out already. So fast. 
And no, no time for mourning. Just took him right out. He's done. So she's like, you know, he's like, what's the point? What am I doing here? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's not going to do that forever. That's the question, too. What is he doing there? Is he supposed to administer this house? Is Dylan still paying taxes on the house? I'm sure. I don't understand any of this. Because Dylan didn't sell it. He needs to sell it. They he just abandoned the house. Yeah, I, they shouldn't have gotten rid of him the way they did. I don't like it. Yeah. But yeah, so Brandon's just like... They hey. could have at least let him be happy and have Noxima girl not be dead. Right? Yeah, then they could have sold the house and everything be wrapped up in a neat little bowl. 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 <laughs> oh, you know, all those things you wrap up in bowls. <laughs> oh, goodness. Are you high? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um... And then his girlfriend's all super jealous because for some reason Kelly stops by and she's like, we both miss him. And then they start playing Sock'em, Rock'em Robots or whatever. Rock'em, Sock'em Robots. (laughs) First you rock'em, then you sock'em. I guess it should be Sock'em, Rock'em. It should be. First you sock'em, then they rock. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, his girlfriend Keats or whatever the fuck her name is. Susan catches them as though they were fucking on the table but they were just playing (laughs) robots and then kelly's like uh oh i've got a hot date or whatever kelly might as well have said i'm fucking someone else remember (laughs) and uh then she basically just pounces on him first she brought him brownies not kelly no susan yeah she brought him brownies and then uh special brownies as soon as kelly is gone she jumps on top of him and yeah, she's like, I want to be more than just a friend. Yeah. Because he says something about how Kelly is a good friend. Yeah. And then he said, she's so like, are you. Here's my vagina. She's like, I'm more than a good friend. So, yeah, Brandon got laid. Woohoo. That's every episode lately. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Did he make the floor afterwards? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, that's really all that was going on with him. Yeah. He had to write an article. And uh, it's called Friends Suck. Yeah, and she's like, save a copy for him. You never know. Right. That's a mean article for him to read. Right? Um, okay, so the weird storyline now. Yeah. Valerie finally sees Jonesy. He's back. He has come to collect his favor. He's not as crazy this time, and it's upsetting. He's pretty crazy. A little, but he doesn't feel so as, as out of place in this episode as he felt in other episodes. <laughs> well, maybe he watched a little bit of the show this well, time. Well, it hurt his performance if he did. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he says, oh, I just need you for one night. It's local. I'll provide you a tasteful wardrobe. Tasteful wardrobe. Yeah. Which is a leather outfit. Yeah, leather outfit with, um, what do they call it? With the Fish, fishnet. fishnet stockings, yeah, and she doesn't even get uh, biker tape, you know, like the colored biker tape to put on her her leather. Colored biker tape. What yeah, the hell is reflective that? Reflective colored biker tape. You know. Okay. People put that on leather jackets and stuff. Sure. Like that. So it reflects. You know. And uh, he wants her to pretend to be a prostitute. Yes. To entrap some guy whose wife hired Jonesy to catch him cheating. Correct. That just, that's so awful. Apparently he beats his wife and uh, has sex with whores. I mean, that's, you know, that's what 
one side of the story is. That's what Jonesy says. And David. Could be a saint, we don't know. Yeah, David wants to know what the fuck Valerie's up to because they're dating and she's just, you know, oh, sorry, I've got some business to take care of. Right. And it's like she's going to be gone at night. Like, he wants to know what's up. I don't blame him. Till past two in the morning. Right, but she won't tell him. She won't tell him anything. Yeah. Like, she's being really stupid. Like, you said when we were watching it. Like, she, first of all, I think she should have just told him the whole truth. But if nothing else, she should have told him, I'm not cheating on you. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, is like, it's a really easy story to tell. Yeah. You know, this. I, I promised this guy I would help him with with something uh, down the line. And, you know, we like he helped us out in Mexico, whatever. You know, like, she could have told him a story. She could have... She could have gotten the tape of that episode and just played it for him. There you go. But like, this is what happened. Um, but instead, she says, I don't want to say anything about it. Yeah. I want my personal life. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, Valerie? He goes, just tell me if there's a guy involved. And she won't answer the question right away. And he's like, so there is. And she's like, yeah, but it's not like that. It's like, all you have to do is when he says that, say, I'm not cheating on you. It has yeah. nothing to do with, with that. But instead, you know, there's terrible communication, which results in, you know, him. Conflict. Yeah. For no reason. Right. So she goes and pretends to be a whore, and nobody shows up. Pretends. Yeah. Nobody shows up that first night, and Jonesy's like, oh, I need you to come back tomorrow. He's a creature of habit. He'll be back. Right. Like, she only agreed to one night. How big is this favor? Yeah. That would have been my thing. I'd be like, "Mm, how much are you going to pay me? Right. Shows up in a white limo like he's fucking Richard Gere or something like that. Yeah, the the guy does on the second night. And Jonesy runs up there. Like, I think that made it look way more suspicious. Well, he's dressed as a pimp. I guess. And it seems like he had a previous relationship with this guy. Because he was like, we said, like, how do we know he's going to pick Valerie? Mm -hmm. Even though it is Valerie. Yeah. Uh... It, but apparently he was, he had this all planned out because he was like, "Oh, I got somebody for you." You know, it was, it was like, "No, I'm just here for whatever, whatever he said he was." Directions, here. right? Yeah, okay. And uh, directions to his penis, right? And Jonesy's like, "No, no, I got somebody for you, two hundred an hour or whatever." He's like, "What? I don't understand." So then he explains. I don't remember exactly what he said. But she'll do something for two hundred dollars an hour that then made the police jump out. Yes, yeah. I, I still I still question this. No money's changed hands, I don't know. But there was solicitation. I guess. I don't think the money has to actually be visible. It could have been two hundred dollars an hour to knit with her. But he said what she'd do. I don't remember what he said. Did he? He said something. She'll sit on your face. I mean, what, <laughs> what, like, he didn't say anything that was overt, I don't think. I don't know. I don't remember. But they get arrested because apparently, come to find out, the wife of this guy had a loud mouth and told her friends, and then it got back to him, so he decided to set them up. Right. Like, lady, what what you doing? <laughs> yeah. So Valerie is very upset because she's now been arrested for prostitution. Like, wow, that would be awful. And who do you think she uses her one phone call for? Steve. No? Dylan. (laughs) That would have been real smart. No. The angels. (laughs) 
she calls David. Oh, okay. Like, they just had a big old fight. He would not have been my first phone call. But Who would you have called? Brandon. Oh, okay. Because, like... Boy Scout. Yeah, he'll always help. But she was too embarrassed to let anybody else uh, see her like this. That's what she says. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah. And then without her explaining, David just forgives her. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't understand. Jonesy comes by and they, they vaguely talk about their mission and how it yeah. got like fucked up and everything. So I think from that that context, he realizes something was up. You know, I guess. But I'd still want more information. Well, I think he was going to try to get more information. But then they had just taken a shower, I guess, because they were up all night or whatever. But then she takes her towel off, and I think uh, <laughs> all questions went out of his head. Right, yeah. So they finally have sex, so, you know, good for him. Yeah. All he had to do was not care what she was doing at all and ask no questions. <laughs> and now they get sex. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and, and oh, at one point when they were fighting, too, he's like, I'm the only one who doesn't get to be an adult with you because he yeah. found her fucking prostitute clothes when she wouldn't right. tell him what was going on. Right. Like, oh, that was you some... You wear sh- this for, he says. Yeah, that, would, that was some shady shit. Can't blame him for being mad. No. I think that's it, though. Yeah. That's all the things that happened. That is all the things. All right, well, Carol, why don't you... Uh... <laughs> Show the people what they can do. Okay, uh, Mike Myers. Um, you can go ahead and write us at latefee1994 at awell.com. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.